All right, another amazing episode of Nerding Daily. This is going to be, uh, we've never podcasted on this show, and we've watched it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover Search Party, the fourth season. We've followed this one for a while, and I feel like it's been forever since we saw the, I don't know. I can tell you what happened. They moved to HBO, and we stopped paying for HBO when Game of Thrones was over. Oh. And we started watching it again um, because of Wonder Woman. And then realized there had been two whole seasons, almost, well, there was a whole season that we had missed, and we caught up on that, and then HBO released the entire fourth season in increments in January. Ah, that's what it is. That's what happened. Okay. Wow, that's a long story. (laughs) That is of no interest to anyone. No, I I think they like it. Anyway, so if you haven't seen Search Party, you might want to actually pause this and actually watch the whole thing, because it's actually really good. Mm Mm-hmm cast is excellent and that's the reason i started watching it was because i loved Aaliyah shawcat from arrested development i think she's really cool and then when i saw this show i thought that show looks really cool and it turned out to be more than just cool it's it's been a very emotional show and um i i have to say i'm impressed with how well she delivered especially in the fourth season but we can we can get to that later. The show as a whole, I mean, the whole storyline, like where it begins with her obsession with this missing girl for some reason. Well, and, someone she knew. Well, I guess it was someone she knew. Okay, but um, but like, but barely still, knew. barely knew. But had she had like this desire to almost to be like a like a gumshoe or a um, PI type mm-hmm. mentality and it was fun for her and it turned into this whole ordeal and you had no no way of knowing when you're watching the first season where it's going to end up mm-hmm. like there's just no predicting that and then the second season there's no predicting what direction that's going to take and and then the third season you're not sure what's going to happen yeah. like how this is going to end and then the they do it again to you in the yeah. fourth season it's lots of twists and turns and they're interesting and there's comedy blended in with all of it mm-hmm. There's some funny characters and oh, the characters are amazing. <clears throat> um, it's it's this group of friends and they appear to be very shallow, but yet their their love for each other is what keeps them together, and that's the part I like. Well, and the and the the core group are like Drew, her boyfriend or ex boyfriend, wherever whichever season you're on. Elliot, who's just completely oblivious. He cracks me up, but he's hilarious. He's so good. <laughs> He, but I don't think he realizes how self-centered he is. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. But he has he, some of the best lines. He does have the best lines. Uh, he's hilarious. And then you got, uh, is, it, is it Portia? Yes, who has the best wardrobe. Well, oh my gosh, that girl. I want all her actress. clothes. She's like a trying to be an actress. I mean, her her last name, Portia Davenport, just sounds like an, actri- an actress. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect name. But she's hilarious, and she's very sweet and kind, but she she can say some things that are pretty rude <laughs> with the sweetest voice. And <laughs> you're just like, what the heck? It's so funny. Uh, and then, um, depending what seasons you're on, of course, there's also Keith and um, Julian, who we didn't, we didn't see Julian much until the end of this season. Yeah. Um, he wasn't in it as much. Um, but yeah, they, they, they got a kind of a, a, a funny cast. And then, you know, there's some, there's some, fun can- cameos like uh louie anderson um <laughs> i would never want him as my lawyer i don't know i don't know who's the well, guests well are. there's christine taylor you know oh who's, yeah but she's I mean, not really she's, a guest and and that i mean she was like marcia brady right she was not in the original no like, no no, in no. The... i mean in the movie 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, was that and the And she's married to Ben Stiller, right? I don't think they are anymore. No, but they were. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, she's still pretty. Oh, yeah. She's always been it's gorgeous. It's like, wow, you aged really well. Look at you. Good for you. <laughs> I'm sure she's so happy to hear that. <laughs> she's not going to hear that. What does she care? If she needs a, if she needs an ego booster, here we go. <laughs> yeah, she was gorgeous. Yeah. About the whole series or just the, the newest seasons? I would say, you know, I would encourage listeners to, I mean, if they're listening to this, they've watched the whole series. Because this is going to be the fourth season. Oh, maybe they're search party curious. Well, I mean, if they're search, I already told them to pause, go watch it, <laughs> and come back. This know? would be a really good show to binge. You know, now that absolutely there's four whole seasons, that would be a really good weekend. Yeah, that would be. I mean, you would uh, you would be in for a grand surprise. What makes this show go so fast is they're usually I think they're like twenty minute episodes. And so you can you can go through them really fast, and yeah. each episode at the end it leaves you wanting more. And and I think it's it's good that it has likable characters. I mean, mm-hmm. even their worst villain is likable. You know what I mean? Somehow they do that. Yeah. Like I mean, for a villain, I don't like him. But he was likable for a villain. Even Dory even had that problem. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, well, I guess we could start with the fourth season. Uh, how it opens fourth up, season? right? Oh, you actually want to go over the whole the whole series? Well, I feel like you need a little bit of background. <sighs> all right, all right. Let, just, just excuse me, listeners. Okay, let's go ahead and do a little background. Okay. So, first season, she's looking for her missing acquaintance mm-hmm. from high school, college, or college. My bad. Yeah. And um, she just, I guess, she just spots a flyer, right, with her yeah, it's missing, missing girl. person's flyer. And basically, this whole season is this fantasy of where this girl is and trying to find her. She meets this guy, what was it, Keith, who's also, I think he's been hired by the family to look for her, right? I think so. Played by Ron Livingston from Office Office Space. Space. Amazing. He's funny. Yeah. So they actually get together and they actually end up having like kind of a romance, which is, you know, sad for good old drew and he knows there's something up but he just can't put his finger on it um drew does yeah because dory is just she's just acting obsessive and weird and And she's always disappearing and is it in this season where they they escape or they 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 think they find her in canada i can't remember if it's second season or first season i'm not sure either i think they i think they find her in the second season that's right that's what it is but i forget how the first season ends so you're just going to have to go watch it. And then second season, you go ahead and talk about second season. They do end up finding her and they go to Canada where where she is. All, all the friends and Keith and um, Keith ends up getting um, jealous. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hurt Dory. And then Drew hits him on the back of the head and kills him. And by they, accident. Yeah, by on accident. And they don't know what to do. And so they put his body into some suitcases and bury him in the woods very poorly. So obviously, now we're at season three, they're caught. Oh, wait. What? Before we go to season three, tell them who kidnapped the girl. She, No one kidnapped her. <laughs> she ran wanted, away. That's what I she wanted. wanted the attention. <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. Chantal is her name. And what I was reading about her, yeah, what I was reading about this character is that she really is just put in place to annoy people. And I think they really, she does a good job. Yeah, she does. Cause you, oh my gosh, she's so (laughs) frustrating, but you, you see a lot more of her annoyingness in seasons three and four, especially four. 
she's played by Claire McNulty, which I, I've never seen her in anything else. Yeah, me neither. But I think her features very much fit this this annoying character, and I'm I'm sorry, but it, she she does a very good job in playing this person. But anyway, so they they yeah they find out that Chantal just ran away. She just didn't want to deal with stuff anymore, and um and then all this stuff happens because of her, and you know she just kind of goes off and just lives while these other people who came to her rescue end up being caught in a nightmare. Mm. And so season three starts with um, Dory and Drew going to court. Well, you you, you you missed something too. Remember, so they, they get this all buried. Um, they're all kind of trying to get back to being normal and forget about it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of put a division between them all. As murders often do. And who's the girl? April? Remember the, the girl that has a twin? Oh, yeah. She's Dory's... Or... Um, not roommate, but she lives in the same building as Dory, right? Right. But somehow, remember, how does she record that? What, what what all went on with that? Do you remember? Doesn't she just, like, hear it in her, you know? Did she record the conversation between him and between Dory and Drew? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then she writes about it in her diary. Yeah. And then she confronts Dory, and Dory pushes her into the... Ocean? In the ocean or the know. harbor? I yeah. can't remember. <laughs> Into some body of water. <laughs> Where she does not Where survive. Where she's never seen again. So that's two. Well, okay. One for <clears throat> Drew, one for Dory. Yeah. So that happens, but she doesn't tell the others about mm-hmm. that. She tells her friends that she just paid paid her off. Right. She just went away. Paid her to go away. Now you can continue. Okay. So they have their murder <clears throat> trial. And um, this whole time, Dory is saying that she and Drew are innocent. They each have separate lawyers. And the girl who plays um, Dory's lawyer, what is her name? Oh my goodness. I don't remember. No. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, it's Cassidy. Cassidy, yes. Yeah. Shalita Grant plays Cassidy, her lawyer. And she is so funny because this, this lawyer, she's never had a client before, but her parents are rich and they're friends of Dory's boss. And so as a favor, they ask if Dory will use their daughter... For this very public trial. Because they bailed her out. However, the lawyer doesn't want to know any of the details. And um, I don't know how else to how else to explain. I mean, Drew's lawyer, he he's just like, he's just this old, outdated guy who's just tired. And he doesn't care. And he and just he keeps... wants it to be over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he keeps making weird assumptions. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, and then Dory's lawyer is the opposite, where she wants to help, but not enough to really get involved. And her voice is so funny. Like, yeah, she does. The way she talks is hilarious. Yes. But it, but Dory ends up firing her because she knows that she doesn't believe her, which Dory, she did kill someone. So the fact that she didn't believe her, that was weird. Um, so Dory fires her and then defends herself, and they get off scot-free. Yep. They, yep, they come off as not guilty, and they get to go live their life, except that, um, what's his name? Elliot. Elliot is about to get married. Oh, that was so and crazy. during the season, you're seeing glimpses of, like, a Dory superfan, and he makes these really cool Barbie-like dolls out of, out of the cast of the, of Dory, Drew, Portia, and Elliot. He makes these really cool dolls. And so we see these little glimpses of his super fandom like he's got dory tattooed onto his hands and i don't remember what else that he did but like he would leave the doll he well, left he, her doll for her right 
yeah, he was getting somehow uh, entering her apartment and was freaking her out. That's right. Yeah, so at, at the wedding, he tied up Portia and covered her with honey yes. and tried to feed her to rats, <laughs> which was very Sounds so disturbing. Bad. Golly. But uh, he, he wasn't supposed to be a, a server at this wedding at all. He actually, turns out he had kidnapped someone else. What did they call him? The twink? Twink. <laughs> called him the yeah. twink. Uh, but he had kidnapped someone else so he could go to this wedding and see Dory. No, he stole their identity. Oh, that's right. And then took their shift. Yes, and and, and the guy confused. tried to go to work, and they're like, "You're already at work." <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> but anyway, so they get off of um, they get off scot free, and then at the end of the season, Dory's kidnapped, and that's where season four opens, and it is just. The creepiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this guy is... I, I think he's. I think he loves her. Like, he's obsessed with her. He wants to protect her. He's got a psychiatry degree or a psychology degree, I forget which. He, he sees something in her that he wants her to be his best friend. And he wants to save her from herself and these terrible friends that she has. And uh, he creates, like, in his basement, like, almost to scale her apartment, right? A recreation of her apartment. But yeah. everything is made out of felt and foam. There are no sharp objects whatsoever. Yep. And he feeds her through, like, a slot in a metal door. And he shaves all her hair. Yep. He, he makes a video where she's saying, Chip is my best friend. And, so that he can send it to her, her other friends. And he, he just tries to brainwash her and it's it's hard to watch her in this state because part of her believes she deserves this mm-hmm. to see that struggle yeah it was, that it was, internal it struggle was awful is almost heartbreaking it was just awful because she feels like she is a horrible person and she's just going to be this horrible person for the rest of her life so i think she kind of does find solace with chip because he, he tells her you're a good person and that's not something that she feels herself yeah, and I, I think uh, there's quite a bit of a back and forth with her and Chip. Mm-hmm. And she she plots her escape many times and fails. And she becomes very uh, beaten down. And there's one attempt where you almost think she's going to make it. Mm-hmm. but Oh, with the chicken bone? Mm-hmm. I forget how it plays out. She doesn't have the code and he comes to and hits her in the head. Is that the one? Remember? No, I was talking about... Okay, so there is that... Or is it the one where she time. almost... So there's another time where she gets chicken for a meal, and so oh, she oh, takes oh. one and sharpens it, and she that's the takes time a she, shower. That's right. That's the time. She starts a food fight with him. Yes. And then she asks if she can take a shower well, in the real house. she's naked on the roof. Yes. Yes. And then she uses the chicken bone to, like, the, the window is has basically been painted shut, and so she needed something sharp to open that up. And then, yes, she does get out onto the roof, and um, I don't remember. Um, she escapes. She through the forest and then finds a house where she finds some clothes she gets uh in a car that's going a direction with it's a very talkative gentleman and he recognizes recognizes her her and it freaks him out he wrecks the car and then uh lo and behold chip shows up in drag and (laughs) and takes her back he's pretending to be his aunt liza Mm -hmm. right is that her name i think it's i think that's right so he dresses as her Mm -hmm. and then meanwhile there's this like annoying uh like neighborhood association woman who wants to decorate his house with Christmas lights because um, her house is on the tour or whatever, and she's there when he's trying to bring Dory back and she, and he's trying to get rid of her. But Dory 
she notices Dory in the car, and yeah, Dory's, Dory's so too weak. weak; she can't. All she escape. can say is like, "Help me!" Yeah, she can't. And the escape. lady says, "Who's in your car?" I guess he pushes her off the ladder, and then they both wake up in the locked basement together, mm-hmm. and she just can't handle it. And he ends up feeding her peanuts. And she dies. <laughs> That's right. She had a peanut allergy, <clears throat> but it was so frustrating because this—I mean, this lady had a good point. Here, Dory had been down there. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you trying to escape? Mm-hmm. Which is something we had wondered this whole time. Like, why is she going along with this? Mm. Um, and so this lady, yeah, she she's being annoying the whole time. Oh, well, I can't have this. It's, you know, it's kind of your typical... Old person. <laughs> older person complains. <laughs> like, I can't eat this. It makes me blow. I can't do this. I can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. So she's just being annoying. So really, you don't know what's real. You think she's just being difficult. Mm-hmm. But then, yes, she chokes on peanut and immediately just has an anaphylactic response. And she dies. Mm-hmm. So Dory is left alone in there again. Well, I thought I thought Dory, um, because as she's choking, Chip's pulling her out. And Dory tries to make a go for it. And then he ends up hitting her in the back of the head. And then she wakes up. Oh, that's the big time. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And then she wakes up in the bed. In the bed. And, he, and he's um, putting mixtures together to try to make her forget. Mm-hmm. He's like drugging trying her. Trying to convince her and... that she was someone else. Was he playing a record or a song or something? He, I don't remember the song. Like, yeah, I guess he did put a record on. But then he started to ask her questions about what happened. He was mm-hmm. trying to draw out of her. He was trying to get her to recreate what happened when Keith was killed. And he was telling her that instead of this obelisk that, that Drew had, um, that Dory was holding a pear. That's right. As no, it was, wasn't a taser. Oh, a taser? It was a taser, but he said instead oh, okay, you're holding a pear. Oh, because Dory tased Keith and then... First. Okay. Yeah. But he was trying to convince her that, no, you were actually just holding a pear. And he was just trying to brainwash her and... That part was, it was so uncomfortable because mm-hmm. there's this part of her who just really does want to forget what she's done and she wants to have a fresh start. So there's this part of Dory that really feels badly for what she's done and she's just wanting to listen to what Chip has to say and whether deep down she knows it's not true, but during the course of the season, you can see that she's letting what he says seep more and more into her psyche because there comes a point where they do kind of become friends Mm -hmm. and they're like trying on wigs together and so dory tries on this blonde wig and she wants to be called stephanie instead she doesn't want anyone to recognize her because her face has been all over the tv and magazines because of the murder trial so they decide to um what go get ice cream they start to go out and she has plenty of times where she could just escape Mm -hmm. And she doesn't. It's like Stockholm Syndrome or yeah. whatever they call that. And point where they're at an ice cream parlor and Elliot's ex-boyfriend fiance. or fiance, he's there. And he's he's like, what are you doing in my yeah. hometown? Dory, what are you doing? And, Why do you look so weird? Yeah. And she's like kind of taken back. And yeah, she's, she's almost irritated that he's there. And he, of course, takes a uh, Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, there had been... Chip had been posting on her Instagram that she's doing this like worldwide traveling trip. Yeah, he had pictures of her in Italy. And Drew, Drew is like at this theme park having the best <laughs> time of his life, dating this girl. Snow White. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like magic. And he he does he see her there? Yeah, he sees it while he's there. He sees an Instagram post of her 
at like the tower. Leaning tower, Leaning tower wearing yeah, his sweater. Wearing his sweater. And he's like, that's not right. He's like, I know where my sweater is. Yeah, there's no way. So he has to, for whatever reason, he has to leave his happy little getaway to go all the way home to find the sweater. Find the sweater. Yep. And in doing that, he realizes that this isn't real. That something's happened to her and he's got to find her. So they, him and the crew start to get together and try to figure out where she's gone off to. But also Chip has been, Chip wrote a letter saying that um, Dory doesn't want to be part of the gang anymore. And then they get to drunk. the police. <laughs> yeah. He wrote get, this to the police. They get drunk and they leave her an angry voicemail, which Chip later plays for Dory. Cause yes. it's like, Hey Dory, we don't want to be your friend anymore. Well, and how ridiculous, though, that he wrote them, the police, this letter. Mm-hmm. And they all loved it. They're like, oh, it was a great letter. And then um, they painted a, a watercolor of the police seal. Yeah. And they hung it up. It's so weird. Yeah. They're like, no, she's fine. She wrote us a letter. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't talk to her on the phone? You know, it was strange. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. So they go looking for her. Well, because of the Instagram post, they find figure out what town she's in. Right. They they ended up trying to find her and and go. They went to the shipyard where Chips he stole the job from that guy. Right. And then they get their car stolen. They got robbed by yes. some wacko and were left out in the cold. They had a hard time. Yeah, I don't remember how they did. They go home and then they try went, again. Yeah, they went home. They were upset and then um, finally Drew found this or saw. Or somebody saw, no, it was Elliot. He saw the Instagram post oh. and he goes, I know where she is. And they went to that town, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. But um, so they, yeah, they, they're they looking in this town and then this is where it becomes a little tricky. So they, they sit down like in the middle of the night. They're just, oh, no, no. So then there's kind of like this. I don't think they show it actually because now I'm thinking they just have that um, that part where they're all together again and you're like wait what happened yeah i don't think they actually showed how they found her they don't i thought well we skipped a huge part we skipped the part where um they're in the gas station and they see oh yeah the twink on a sticky buns sticky wrapper. bun wraps wrapper that's right and they went to confront the, well they they yeah. went on twitter and said you know who is this person on the logo that he kidnapped my friend blah 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 and um that's right and that's what's between yeah they they said well please come to our factory this can't be right and then they bring out some old dude that it supposedly used to be and they make him all feel bad but then they really know it is this kid so the mom has to fly out there it turns to fix out it. it's their son yeah slash probably not her son because he reveals he's the product of incest yeah it's the it's yeah it's so weird i don't know so it's his dad and his aunt liza yeah who are his real parents which is weird. but apparently he's always been in trouble and they've always had to bail him sweep out. it under the rug. Yep. And, yeah, bail him out. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that happened. There is that episode where they don't really explain how she escaped. Whether mm-hmm. it was, I wonder if uh, Elliot's fiance just stayed with her. Remember? No, I don't remember because there's just this flash and they're all together and you're like, wait, that's awesome, but what happened? Yeah, that is weird. Because they're all sitting at the diner and Dory's wearing like leather pants and high heels and like a tourist t-shirt and they never explain how they found her in the first place yeah but there, there's also a lot of other things going on i mean you got uh chantelle who got <clears throat> chantelle. totally swindled oh 
into <laughs> being a what what is the term they used for her? Oh, she was a patsy. Well, not just a patsy. They had another term, but I can't remember what it was. Well, she had this angel investor, and pretty much they were... Um... She she went to a support group to start a business, <laughs> and then she was going to parties trying to... But it was, to... So, it was so frustrating watching her trying to find what business she wanted to do, because she's like, well, I like people. She was... and, You know, it was, it was so frustrating, and, and I like... I don't even remember Well, she wanted to do a... Resort. Oh, a heartbreak resort. <laughs> yeah, where if if you had your heart broken by someone, or like a heartbreak hospital, wasn't that what it was? It'd be shaped like a heart, and when you when you've broken up with someone, you can go there to recover. It's right. like a hotel or something. Yeah, oh my gosh, really weird. So this guy said, "Oh, sure, I'll invest," but it turns out he was just fraudulently funneling money, and so she got caught for money laundering. But she was so dumb. They said they couldn't. <laughs> There's no way she knew what she was doing. And so she got out of court. Yes. So she, she gets upset and she, she has lost all hope where um, she decides to, um, I mean, she moves back in with her family, but her family lost well, they everything. Had, yep, they, had, they lost everything paying for that private detective. And paying for um, the lawyer and her law, uh, court fees. So they're in this like... Like tiny apartment, tiny apartment all together. eating chicken nuggets, and she's like dissatisfied. Her 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 brother's microdosing acid. No shrooms. Or shrooms. No, or her brother-in-law, I guess. Yeah. No, he's. I thought it was uh, LSD. He was microdosing. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think it's LSD. And and then she grabs a bunch of his LSD and goes in the bathroom <laughs> and drinks like way too many. And she's like tripping for like twenty hours, and she starts writing. Oh my gosh! And on her on her trip, she's she's sitting at a table with the greatest authors of all time. And they're telling her, you should write a book. <laughs> and she, she writes this book. Oh, my God. And she thinks it's amazing. And she takes it to a publisher. And the publisher's like, this, this is, is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> and she freaks out. And what's funny is in an earlier episode, Elliot is, he's had to completely, he, he's made it onto Fox News because. Fox News. But... Well, obviously not Fox News. But a <laughs> like Fox News-like network. <laughs> Forget the name of it. But anyway, um, and he's been getting good ratings with this co-host that they battle each other. Well, finally they wanted him to be more conservative. So he's become more conservative. And now the network wants to get rid of this girl and she's jealous and angry and she's chasing him and he's like running from her. And as he's running from her, this book comes out of nowhere and just hits her in the head. <laughs> well, Who threw that book? Well, it turns out that book was Chantel's. Yeah. She was pissed off because her life's not going the way she wants. And she throws it. She just threw it off the roof. And it hits this poor girl in the head. <laughs> well, it's picked up by another talk show host who's like an Oprah. Yeah. And she thinks a 10-year-old wrote it. And she thinks it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so she's trying to find who this 10-year-old is. So she puts out a um, bunch of flyers and uh, some trying to... She's doing a search to find... Who is who, Chantal? Who is Chantel. <laughs> but what's awful is, is here... Dory went and looked for this girl, mm -hmm. and here's a finally a missing a poster of Dory. Mm -hmm. And you think she sees it, and you think, oh, she's, she's gonna, gonna go help, help find yep, Dory. It's come full circle. So she pulls it off only because really she sees that there's a search there's her for book. Chantel. Yes. Yes. Do you know this book? And she calls you... the number. Yep. Oh, and so, uh, it's so perfect. This, yeah, that that part. I mean, her whole. It's perfect. Um, what do they call it? A side 
subplot, her whole subplot is just so frustrating because she's so so centered. entitled, entitled, and yeah. dumb, and yes. she just thinks she deserves all this stuff, and she thinks she's amazing, and she's just completely oblivious. But then she goes on the show and says, you know, they're expecting a ten year old, and she's like, no, I'm. I'm Chantal, and she goes on there, and <laughs> I, I don't Well, no, that. they, she, she tries to tell them. She does. Yeah. And, and they keep telling her how great she is, and, uh, and that they're proud of her, and she, she keeps wanting to tell them, and she actually hesitates going into the studio, because they keep wanting to talk to her mommy. Mm-hmm. She's like, let me talk to your mommy and see how close you are. And finally, she gets up there, and I don't know what the lady's name is. Do you remember the show? Yeah. The Oprah like character, um, mm-hmm. the talk show host. We'll just call her a talk show host. The talk it was sh- a one word name. It was, and I can't remember. But anyway, the uh, the talk show host, she's like, what is this? What is this? And she just drops the F bomb. <laughs> and Chantel's like, no, it's really me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they're like, no. But in a way, <laughs> but but in a way, she does end up helping Dory. Yes. Because Dory is watching this. Yes. And then she just remembers everything. She reminded Dory of who she was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says a phrase, and Dory says it over and over. Mm-hmm. Be- and yeah, it wakes Dory up. Chantal had said it on on the TV show, and she had said it when they were in Canada. And that's why that's how. Oh, Dory- she was running away from herself. One. That's what. That's she what said. it is. Yes. And Dory wakes, snaps out of it, and that's how she gets out of it, and she ends up with her friends. Yeah, they don't show exactly how, but... But that's pretty much She ends is. up with her yeah. friends, and then um, you think it's going to be a happy ending. Mm-hmm. They're all together, and but she's acting weird. Well, she's not the only one that's acting weird. Drew gets a call from his brother <laughs> and his mom, wanting to know where he is. And he's like, what's going on? What is this business? Why do you want to know? And but Dory's it, escaped before this. And Dory has... And meanwhile, Dory's gone to the restroom. She's having this, like, internal struggle. So she needs to do something. There's something she needs to, to stop or to finalize. So she, she ends up stealing their car somehow mm-hmm. and driving away. She gets the keys, drives away. Drew comes out <laughs> and he's like, what is going on? He sees it like his brother and he's like, what the heck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And then he sees his mom behind a tree. Yeah. And then his, or his other brother and they hide and then... They're someone, like, brings oh, no. a, someone brings him a keyboard and it says play me so he's bewildered and it starts playing this song <laughs> and then this his his fian- his girlfriend shows up and she's singing this like ridiculous disney style song to him and he's like what the heck is going and on and she got his whole family in on it and they're like so excited and they're like singing to him too i would never do this oh my gosh and yeah it was, Humiliating. Um, I know, poor Drew. And it's a whole song, and then she finally finishes the song and asks, and Portia and Elliot are like, "What is going on? Well, <laughs> Who is this?" And Portia is like excited for him. Yeah, she. Is. She's like, "Say yes." <laughs> She's never met this person. And he's like, right, "Can we talk? Can we go somewhere to talk?" She's like, "No." And then she's like, "He said yes," and they're like, "They're like, yeah." And he's like, "I didn't say yes." <laughs> <laughs> it's. So funny. He feels so bad. I don't feel bad for him. He deserved that. He shouldn't have, shouldn't have uh, strung her along. Yeah, but she was also way more into him than he was into her. Right, but yeah. Anyways. Um, and then, meanwhile, Dory's <laughs> escaped. 
and has gone right back to Chip. Mm-hmm. Chip's with his mom, and they're paying some teenagers to burn the house well, down. His mom slash aunt, who's Susan Sarandon. <sighs> that was amazing. Yeah. And uh, him and Dory have, like, some basement, like... She wants him to kidnap her again. Yeah, she, she wants, wants him to No, forget. she wants him to make him forget, and he doesn't know how he did it. Yeah, he was like, you know, I just read, like, a book, and I... It was just luck, luck from what he, he actually... Yeah, uh, that he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. He was just messing with her. And, uh... She wanted him yeah. to take that pain away. And, he, and, uh... She said that they could be friends if, if he could do that, and... And he was just not as interested. Like, I guess things had gone too far and it, and it was time for things to end. And he was hoping that they would be able to let her go. But Susan slams the door and locks her in there and mm-hmm. burns the freaking place down. And you think this is it. Yeah. Well, you're, we're still not sure. Yeah. Because um, I think it's the second to last episode. Oh, right. Um, it ends with just the sounds of a burning building because mm-hmm. here's Dory laying on the ground choking and then it's a what do they call it a cold like a cold closing is that what it would be called because you call it that yeah. it's just the credits and the sound of this building falling apart and burning around her and it was it was very emotional because you're you've gotten so invested in dory and all the things that she's been through and the things that she's done um and so that that was very heartbreaking and then you have like kind of like a weird funeral episode mm-hmm. where they come together to celebrate her life and to speak their minds about her and mm-hmm. what they thought of her and she's there to watch. Yeah, I think for each of their speeches, it was very sweet and unique and very fitting. Um, let's see, I think Portia went first and she was talking about how on Portia's subplot, she was actually playing Dory in a in, in TV movie. movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when she was speaking at Dory's funeral, she said, I couldn't figure her out. And that's how I think everyone's felt the whole time is we can't figure out if we like her or if we don't or if we think she's a good person or if she's really not. Because she was a very complex person. Um, and then Elliot gets up and gives this like, yeah. <laughs> this like crazy, like God bless America speech. Yeah, that was... <laughs> it was really good though, and um, and then Drew gets up and sings a really sweet but bad song on, on his on ukulele. ukulele. Yeah, it and was. We do see Dory sitting at the back of the I don't know. It's not really a church, but at the back of the funeral, we see the different versions of Dory just walking in, um, because when the when the episode opens, we see Dory in like a long black trench coat with. Um, I think a red dress and heels underneath and her head is still shaved. Mm -hmm. And so we believe that this is the Dory who has like come out stronger. Mm -hmm. But then we also see the Dory um, from the night she was arrested. She's also wearing a red dress and red lipstick and her hair is up and curly. And then um, we see like, I don't know, like the friend Dory who's wearing a striped shirt and Mm -hmm. like she looks all vintage. And to see all these different facets of her personality together it was really interesting there's one point where uh her friends they're getting back to their life and they get home and someone's been in their house and there's Mm -hmm. this chest and it's from chip and it's a video camera and it's a oh well uh, someone at the funeral was clairvoyant and said 518 i have to tell you 518 to portia and she's like what are you talking about that's not my birthday Mm -hmm. and it was at 
and 518 just kept sticking. And finally, Portia fast forwards to 518 on the videotape. The and chip it, sent. The chip sent. And it's it's the uh, moment Dory shared her final words about how much she loved her friends. It was like some closure for them. Yeah, she's telling them how much she loves them while this place is burning around her. But then you wonder, how did they get the videotape? Out, if yeah. it was... Well, and then it's burnt. kind of... But then she wakes up. Yes. And she is with some paramedics, and she said she died. No, she says, I saw everything. I saw everything. I saw everything. Yeah. And she's covered in smoke. Um, but that episode was so beautiful just because Dory got to make peace with who she was. Mm-hmm. I think she got to see how much she meant to well, everybody. It's almost the phoenix out of the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the fire, it, 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 she's rising out of the ashes of this yeah. fire. So I, I, I'm curious to see what, if there is a season Yeah, like five. it's absolved her of What's this um, struggle that she's been dealing with. Right. But I loved, I loved that episode. I thought it was very well written and I was also so happy that she woke up at the end. Right. Because it's just not the same. I mean, they're a great cast, but you need all of them. Well, I was sad because Julian, you know, his side story is that he's being paid off by the senator because she grabbed him or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I actually harassed him. I don't even know it. I can't yeah. remember what happened. So she paid him off told him to go away. But what confused me is here he offered to pay for the funeral. Like, how would Dory know that? Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. So we're, so we're to believe that she did see everything and they had this funeral and they were moving on and then she's alive. I don't know how that could work. I don't know. It's very weird. What's strange though is, um, I mean, there's got to be a time difference, right? Because Dory went back and if we're to believe that they wouldn't have a funeral that fast. the same day that no, like they no. lost her. And it, it appears That's why that, I think it's just like her flashing before her eyes or like a near death experience or something. Yeah. She's seeing the future almost. Almost. It's really interesting. Yep. Well, they were on her way, their way to save her. Yeah, but they were so exhausted, and they and then they were like, "Does she even want to be saved?" Well, they were even angry at the uh, fire trucks. (laughs) They're so so loud. loud. Our tax dollars pay for that. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but they. I mean, here she had been pushing them away for so long that we don't know if they actually looked for her or not. Yeah. They, you know, they didn't know, but they were saying. Maybe she doesn't want us to look for her this time. Mm-hmm. But it was beautifully written. Yeah, it's a good series for sure. And I can't wait till season two. Right. I hope it gets renewed. And right now we're watching WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, we just finished the movie The Little Things or Little Things. The Little Things. And what was that other one? The one really bad. Um, the really bad one? The really bad one on Netflix. Did we even finish it? Well, we have finished it. I don't remember the really bad one. Oh, yes, the one with the where she's dead and she like oh, she's like yes, a zombie. Oh, yes, we did finish it. We, the one we had to fast forward. Yes, what was it called? Oh my gosh. Um it was like death becomes no, us. Uh, let me see. Let me see. They don't have history. Now, I did watch Finding Ohana with the kids. That was very good, by the way. No. I'm just going to tell people. <laughs> no. Listen. This is a good one to watch with the kids. It was a fun adventure story. It takes place on Hawaii. It's fun for kids. I, I wouldn't watch it again, probably. Mm. But it, it went fast. It wasn't annoying. It was very entertaining. The kids sat and watched the whole thing. That's what matters to me. And I did watch Hellfest. And I thought it was a pretty good slasher film. You know, like, 
because it's like this theme park that's all haunted houses. I thought it was fun. They had some um, some good good moments. The little things. I should probably touch on the little things. Um, Denzel Washington was great. I'm not a big Denzel fan because I feel like he plays like Mel Gibson and, and even Bruce Willis to a point. And John, uh, the guy who plays John Wick, um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. They kind the of guy. <laughs> they kind of play the same characters, you know. Yeah. It it gets kind of tiring, but like Denzel, I feel like this was a little different character for him. I felt like I felt yeah. like he was really good. I really enjoyed this movie, and, and then I was talking to uh, Josh, and he reminds me of the, the the detective on Fallen, and I love Fallen, so maybe this is the character I like. But uh, uh, Rami Malek, I thought I felt like his character was weird. Like, I don't, know. I don't feel I like him. he's great, but I don't, I mean, I'm so used to him as the hacker, you know, re- and yeah, he was Mr. so Robot good as, as, as Elliot, uh, he was yeah. Elliot too. He was Elliot, but he was also so good in Bohemian Rhapsody Yes, that those two characters were really strong that this one was weird to me because it's like a whole new, like, this is an unfamiliar character outside those two. I thought he did a great job. It, just, it took me a while. It just took me a while. But, um, yeah, it was a little strange to see him like with a wife and children and to have like a normal job. Yeah, I yeah. I think that's what it was. That's what it was. But the movie as a whole is really good and kept me guessing. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto, man, what a creeper. Well, we watched it on accident. I know, I know. We were watching Batman, Batman and for whatever reason, the, the little series. things came on. And the, the opening scene just kind of drew all of us in and we're like, what is this? I want to keep watching. It It was good. It was really good. So I recommend the little the little things. It was. Uh, I don't think it got very good ratings though. No, it didn't. But maybe that's because those are Denzel fans. Maybe. Maybe I, they yeah, like I that repetitive character that he plays constantly. I like this. I think it was a good a good flick. Yeah, and Jared Leto. Oh, was it Leto? He's so good. He's such. He's a, so creepy. He's so good at what he does though. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and I almost didn't recognize him because he has dark eyes yeah. and a different nose. It was completely. And you're like, wait, is that him? <laughs> Yeah. But he's so good at being creepy. Yeah, he is. He is. Oh my gosh. And then Death good. of Me, that's the one you Death said. Death of Me was, was the a worst waste of time ever. Yeah. It, you think it's going to be good because... You keep hoping. It, like the synopsis on Netflix says, A vacationing couple must discover the mystery behind a strange video that shows one of them killing the other. And so you think, oh, this is going to be good. No, it wasn't. It ended up being another found footage fi- oh film. <laughs> Not a good one. I can't believe we watched as, as long as we did. It was I mean, so awful. We you, kept thinking it's going to get better. You have to give them credit, though. It, it It's a it's different found footage film that I've ever seen. Like the way they come mm. about it. Because they got so wasted that they couldn't believe what they recorded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, so look, And the whole thing's not found footage. Okay, so a quick premise. So, These two people are vacationing in... What was it? Um, Thailand. It Thailand. But it's an, an island off the shore of Thailand. Okay. Yeah. So they're vacationing. And yeah, apparent, they, they wake up and they're all dirty. And they don't know what's going on. And so the guy's a, like a a travel blogger or something. He's like, well, let me see what happened on my camera. Well, here's incidents that they don't remember at all. They went to the strange bar. She was given a necklace and they both drank like poison or something. And then there's some sort of, um, supposed Buddhist curse drink. Yeah. And then there's a video of him killing her and burying her with his bare hands. Yes. And then you're like, wait, then how are they alive together in the hotel room? And whenever she takes off the necklace, she starts puking grass. Yes. Which makes no sense. And um... I don't feel like it was the actor's <laughs> fault. <laughs> no. Like Maggie Q, I like her. And um, 
I what feel is his name? Uh, Luke Helms. Luke, Luke Hemsworth. He's good too. But this movie was so dumb. Yeah, it was. It was pretty so bad. dumb and frustrating because like this whole village knows what's going well, on. Well, but there's a storm coming, and they haven't had a storm in two hundred years. Hint, <laughs> hint, hint. And they they try to get off the island before the storm, but no, the the locals won't let them. And um, just weird things keep happening. She doesn't feel well, and she's like, how can I trust my husband? And mm-hmm. just this whole movie is like... She's having hallucinations, we her think. trying We're to not figure sure. it out. We don't know what's going on. And it's just so infuriating. We ended up fast-forwarding the last half hour because we wanted to know how it ended, but we didn't want to sit through it. We were so sick of it. And... Um, so she ends up like kicking everybody's butt, right? And then, but she dies too. Yeah, I guess that's how it ended. Because he just like disappears. He well, he like he like cuts his own stomach open. Here's what happens. And then pulls Actually, out the guts. she kicks she kicks everyone's butt, and then she gets on the boat, escapes the island. Escapes the oh, island, right. gets hit by the, the storm because they didn't yeah. do their sac- ritual sacrifice. So she kills a whole island of people. Yeah. So really, I don't know who's the bad guy. I don't know. Really, it was I think so it's... frustrating. This whole utilitarianism. Like you think it's gonna be good. Well, yeah. Oh, and then it wasn't. Makes a Let's good see. point. It got four point three out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. Um. Yes, that was just awful. I don't know. <sighs> they can't all be winners, I guess. I don't. I don't get that she escapes. That dies on the boat. Yeah. And you know. Because she took her necklace off, I guess. Yeah. And and then everyone dies in a hurricane. They they bring her body back. They're laying all of them next to each other. They put them in the body bag. And then the one guy goes, oh, yeah, that's her necklace. So he puts it, like, next to her. And doesn't her eye open? Yes. And oh, yeah. Just, like, oh, really... she's only got one eye by this point. Because they stabbed her in the eye yeah. for some reason. Well, that was, what's so, what is so dumb is they kept saying, or, like, you know, like, um, at the end, no, it has to be her decision. I was like, yeah. well, then why did you surprise her with this? <laughs> like, why don't you choose someone who wants to do this for your island? Yeah, that like, would make it a great honor. Yeah, they don't even explain it. It's just like, oh, this is a tradition, this creepy tradition that we've had for 200 years, and it keeps our storm from, I mean, it keeps the storm from swallowing up the island, so I don't know. It was just awful. Oh, well. But WandaVision was good. Yeah, WandaVision. I can't wait to do a podcast on WandaVision. And it's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. Goodbye.